eight of Yellow Jackets. It chooses is over, but we are just getting started here on post-show recaps talking about it. It is the Yellow Jackets podcast. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host who the wilderness chose to be on this podcast with me, Grace oh. Leader. Uh-oh. I draw the <laughs> queen of hearts with the, the, the crossed out eyes. Watch out. That means I get to be on the pod or you're going to chase me through the woods. In this either case, or... it means good things, but also yeah. just you might want to run. All right. I'm going to run. No. <laughs> Grace, this episode was so good. The wild, the penultimate episode and it delivered. <gasps> yeah. I'm a, I'm, I really love season two. And I think what'll probably end up happening is I'll end up rewatching the whole season oh, really? the end of the finale. You'll end up rewatching it. I know. Shocking. But mm-hmm. I think the thing is if for me, it feels like the very beginning of this season was like firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And then we hit like a slight lull and not even like a bad lull. All the episodes were really good, but it just feels like they're picking up momentum and steam for the final couple of episodes. Yeah. They had to, yeah, it really came out pretty, pretty hard. Uh, we got the like cannibalism with the uh, Shawnee eating an ear. And then, yeah, it needed to take some time to be like, okay, let's uh, slow down a smidge and so that mm-hmm. we can pick it back up for the finale. And that does feel like it. This, you know, I, I think one of the most interesting things for me is there's such a stark contrast, I feel like, between the modern day and the and the past in terms of that they're like yes this this episode they certainly like you know sit around in the share circle and reveal what's happening but also like it's wild to me that they're even sitting in the same room knowing what happens in 1996 so i feel like um i don't know it's so fascinating to me what is happening and i will just admit mm-hmm. i was not right about lottie lottie's like hey how about actually uh how about yeah, i am a cult leader how about i am a cult leader yeah literally <laughs> you want to drink some youth Euthanized yeah. liquid. No, um, no, bad. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree with you, but I felt like there was something very um, cathartic and necessary about them tying up some of these loose threads, right? And even the ones that feel smaller, like Ty is the one who hired Jessica Roberts, right? We are so far removed from her even being on the show, yeah. but the reveal of that, the reveal that, you know, Shauna told Jeff everything and not even just that, but Jeff is the blackmailer. All the kind of secrets being spilled in the sharing shack um, really hits in the right way because it leaves the space for other bigger mysteries to kind of take their place. And obviously we knew the answers to some of those things, but to have like, okay, everyone's on the same page now. Everyone knows all the information feels really good coming up on a, on a season finale. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot. There's a lot um, uh, of like table setting, I thought. And also, yeah, like very much like I know that we've known this, but it does feel like, you know, Lottie is basically saying, yeah, we have to make a blood sacrifice. The only thing that works is is killing people. So we should probably do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's do a quick plot recap before we dive a little bit deeper into each individual storyline. Season two, episode eight, it chooses. Join me in the sharing shack as we go over what happened this week. In the present day, euthanized tea is being spilled with the women as Shauna reveals she told Jeff about Adam. Misty reveals she took out Jessica Roberts for the good of the group. Ty reveals that she was the one who hired Jessica Roberts. And the woman discovered uh, Jeff was, uh, excuse me, the women discovered Jeff was the blackmailer, not Adam. Lottie says the best way to heal is to give it what it wants and what it wants is one of them. She spikes one cup with solution used to euthanize animals and expects everyone to choose one. Meanwhile, Jeff and Callie get a visit from Kevin Tan and Detective Matt who show up with a search warrant. 
Jeff is shown photos of the Yellow Jacket's handiwork, which leads him to having a nightmare, where Shauna plays a not-so-nice Edward Scissorhands and kills him with her electric kitchen knife hands. Callie expresses her fear of being like Shauna, and Jeff divulges Shauna's secret pregnancy and Callie's older brother who didn't make it out of the wilderness. Citizen Detective Walter finds out that the police found Adam's body and reaches out to let them know he has information. He pulls a mysterious purple jacket out of his closet and enjoys the sweet sounds of Phantom of the Opera. Flashing back to 1997, Coach Ben is on a solo mission to find out what Javi has been hiding. He treks out to a symbol marked tree that Javi has drawn and discovers a small camp inside complete with a fire pit and teeny tiny bones. Back in the cabin, Lottie is fighting for her life and tells Misty not to let the group waste her body if she dies. The group takes a stand. They are not willing to let Lottie die, even if it means sacrificing one of themselves. In the first ever cannibalistic antler queen type ritual, the girls pick cards to determine who will be eaten, with Nat drawing the unlucky queen with no eyes. Shauna places Jackie's necklace around her neck, but before she can slit Natalie's throat, Travis tackles Shauna and tells Natalie to run. The chase ensues with Javi falling into the frozen lake as everyone watches him die. In the end, the wilderness chose him. And that is what happened on this episode of Yellow Jackets. I could not believe when Nat pulled the queen. Honestly, I was stunned. I was like, oh, here's backwards hat girl. Like, you know, yes! we, we've, we've done like two or three. Some of our faves, some of the some of the red coats have pulled, you know, the five of clubs. So like, mm, red sh- or, uh, you know, backwards hat girl, you are not in a good spot in this order. And then she pulls like, you know, the five of hearts. I'm like, what the hell? What the heck? It was shocking. And then when, so Natalie gets picked and we're all like, okay, well, we know she's not going to die. In my mind, um, I was thinking, oh, they're going to come up with some sort of rule of like, if you can outrun us for this long of time or something like that, you're spared. Right. But Mm -hmm. instead what ends up happening is poor Javi finally speaks Mm -hmm. and he, and Natalie, who was so kind to him and made in these like fingerless gloves this episode, he says, I know where we can go. I know somewhere you can hide, obviously talking about Coach Ben, the place Coach Ben found. Um, but unfortunately, before getting there, he he does. He falls in the lake and it's really awful. Also, also just want to point out the weapon that Misty is carrying while chasing Natalie is that uh, oh. that. A uh, hatchety type of thing from her vision, from her musical vision. Yes, interesting. Yes. So happy that that is uh, that is here now. Um, this was all so brutal to watch because it does feel like uh, while Jackie is the inciting incident, like I kind of said before, there's a before we ate Jackie and an after we ate Jackie. This moment feels like a very important moment for like the very first time they've done this specific ritual and. I really love Grace that all of these things they've been seeding into the show of like, what's up with Akila and the mouse? What's up with Mari hearing oh, yeah. the dripping all ends up being, they're so hungry. They're hallucinating all of these things. And it makes a ton of sense. Right. Right. Yeah. The Akila mouse thing was what, I mean, I should have seen that coming. I think we all uh, should have. Right. But yeah. those are the best reveals where you feel like yeah. you should have seen it coming. Just like the Lottie therapist is a hallucination. Yeah. So I, for as much as I wondered, you know, how much is this like, you know, is the antler queen, not the antler, which I guess we'd still don't know who the antler queen technically is, but this idea, you know, I am joking that I was like, you know, I was big on like maybe Lottie's the victim and it's like really our like core group who are doing it, which like that is partially true. Everybody's 
in on it. Shauna's pulling a card. You know, Nat's pulling it. Everyone has agreed to this. Shauna's gonna slit um slit um, Natalie's Nat's throat. throat. The only piece that I think is somewhat you know, cult leader, you know, you talked about there being a special rule. Is it like, let's do this to save Lottie. Um, that Lottie is so important to this group that one of the rest of us needs to die to offer a sacrifice to, so that the wilderness will save Lottie, which, um, yeah. So I was just completely wrong. And, and I don't know if it is because Ty is the one who says we need to find a way to stay alive. <sighs> I don't know if like, is this what she meant or is that just kind of what they all oh, arrived at? A combination of everything. Like they're all hallucinating. They're all hungry. They're like boiling a leather belt for dinner. Just to eat. Know? Yeah. Just cool. to get some protein. It's, it's really impressive. And I think something that the show continuously, continuously is showing us and telling us is you can't necessarily trust everything you're seeing on the show, right? These are all unreliable narrators for a variety of reasons, uh, at this point in time, mostly because they're all starving. So anything they see, especially when we get that like almost tunnel vision like lens on the camera feels like, okay, we're being told we can't necessarily trust this. And I think especially this episode I noticed in the editing, um, like we go from Lottie writhing in pain on the ground, kind of going in and out of consciousness with visions to mm -hmm. all the girls like chasing, like chasing that in the woods. Right. Then mm -hmm. we flash to present day and literally Shauna says like, uh, none of that is real Lottie. None of that happened. And so it makes you think like, is she saying what we just saw didn't happen? Wait, you know? which part, which part them chasing. Right. So in the, in the episode, yeah. there's a chase sequence with them chasing natalie and yeah. hunting her down yeah. and in that same moment we're with lottie up in the attic she's kind of writhing in pain like she's having these like visions right like her she's going mm -hmm. in and out of consciousness at least in my opinion and then we flash right to present day and shauna says none of that happened so like it's hmm. so fascinating that it's almost like the show is wanting us to like question what's actually true and what is just again, we know Grace from last episode, Nat and all the other girls agree. They don't remember every little thing that happened out there. Obviously, you'd think they would remember something like this. But when you're starving and hallucinating, it, it must, I'm sure it must be very difficult to choose to kind of delineate what's real and what is in your imagination. Yeah, I think one of the interesting things is that in the present day, Lottie's saying the wilderness demands a sacrifice. And so here we'll put cups out and they try to say, well, you know which one is which. And Lottie says, I'll pick last. The The scene where they draw the card um, and Nat gets chosen, but then because they're chasing Natalie and Javi falls through the ice, this seems to like placate the like, okay, so it happened. So the interesting thing to me is I, I don't think this was like the obvious thing that you know, through watching season one, like I was waiting for this. I think I've been waiting for how do they continue to devolve um, and, and yeah. be willing to like, pick, how do you get to pick girl, which it seems very obvious how you get to pick girl. They put the necklace on Natalie this episode. So it does seem like they'll do something like this again. Um, mm -hmm. it, except I find it so fascinating that essentially that Nat kind of gets out of it. They like the, the, 
they don't really fully know the rules of their system because yeah. it does seem that like if you if something else happens to someone else while you are running away then that's also the wilderness that's the wilderness deciding. choosing yeah. it's almost like they're trying to say because van van is the one who says it chose like it chose hobby. however we get to and, a dead body yeah okay however yeah. blood is spilled no problemo yeah and misty is the one who says to nat like let him go or they're gonna they're gonna still come after you you know like the, it, it we need someone and yeah. let it be javi yeah, and interestingly enough yeah. worth noting right like i i think some of us expected javi to die i wasn't expecting him oh. to die in this way we're all like all right. Well, no, like Javi's not going to be around in the in 96. He'll show up and, and then but then he'll die. And then it's like, yeah, no, he was like alive in 96. And then he died in 96. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of hilarious. And the other wild thing to think about is, OK, uh, Travis is not here for this. So what his reaction is going to be. And then on top of that, uh, Coach Ben is not is not here for this. And so what is his reaction going to be? I wouldn't be surprised, Grace, is if this is where we started to get the separation. If uh, this is when Nat, possibly Travis, and Coach Ben are all like, we're done, we're out, we're going to go live in the tree that Coach Ben found uh, and form our own society because this is too scary. And I also wonder, Grace, if we're even going to find out about the tiny bones. Like, was that Javi's little, like, hidey hole? someone else well you know well, well so the way that ben finds it is because it's javi's drawing so you do yeah. presume that it is but it also might not be and i think very compelling and one of those like storytelling things that can be very frustrating as a viewer but to be like oh man now we're not gonna find out because he's not gonna be able to ask javi yeah javi, javi's a frozen ice cube now um so the little bones is very weird and unsettling and they almost feel like chicken wing bones and they're very small yeah it kind of to me looked rat or mouse like almost but maybe a little birds, bigger taking the birds a bunch of the birds maybe the birds I yeah i don't i don't know um i i was have been a long proponent of like we're gonna find an underground bunker thing um mm -hmm. i feel like the more we go along i feel like i'm more in the vein of like there is a supernatural thing but it's you know it's it's the type of show where um it equally could be coincidence right uh is i feel like what the show has has kind of shown us thus far that like all the times there's been blood sacrifice yes something does something good does come of it but also there's no i mean this is the point of i mean this is like faith and 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 all the mm -hmm. stuff is like it's not you don't have proof um you you believe because you're faithful is that yeah like a bear does show up you know to be killed but like that could just have happened the bear could have like whatever was wrong with it um uh it feels like ty did a blood sacrifice to win the election and she could have just won the election you know so mm -hmm. i think that that's really interesting and and maybe something I'm not worried about, but I'm like keeping my my finger on the pulse of like, is this a show? And I, I would say that it's probably not the right point in the show, maybe even to give us the answer, even if they know the answer, which is, you know, like the no eyed man, like the cab, the man in the cap, you know, all of these things that like, are we going to get definitive proof that it's like for sure supernatural, spiritual, it, it is the wilderness and it's not like a coincidence that 
and that Lottie mm-hmm. truly believes in, I think is the really interesting thing as this season. I, w- I was sort of expecting for more proof and we're not getting that, I would say. No, I think it, it, in fact, we're going, we're, we're leaning into the, it could be either even more so than we ever have before. Um, it, it could truly be either at this point it, you know, um, but yeah, it's fascinating. Everything that happened in this episode is like, it feels like an escalation in a major way. And we know they are not going to get rescued for about another year. Right. It's like, it's going to be a while before they're Uh rescued. So how it all shakes out from here is what I'm most interested in. We only have one episode left. Um, And I'm, I think uh, this for me has been one of the episodes where I equally love the, the nineties and the present day storylines. Like both are working for me very, very well. Um. Where do you want to where do you want to go next? We kind of discussed the the girls in the cabin a little bit already. Um should we should we stick close to home and go to coach Ben because sure. he has quite an interesting episode. Yeah, so he's going to look through Javi's sketchbook and find this tree that he thinks is interesting and he goes to it and finds the little hidey hole. And I do think if you if you connect there's not any um hallucination scenes from Ben of like his yep. imaginary life. And it does feel like um, this is either good news or bad news. I feel like there's no middle ground on this one for me yeah. heading into a finale in a season where we were pretty sure coach Ben was going to die. Like two, ep- like I think when they ate it, when they ate Jackie, we were like, well, Ben's going to get eaten next, mm-hmm. which I don't think is true. I believe Javi will be eaten next. Um, but coach Ben finding the hole is either something he like ad- admits to and it feels like like oh that, that that's good i feel like maybe that it's like he found something and maybe as some source because H- javi seemed to have been drawn to it or this is like he's gonna keep it from everybody and hide away from the group and that could be actually very bad for him um uh, in relation to the rest of the yellow jackets it does feel i mean I was nervous for Ben because he did go alone on this trek out there. Like he seems to trust Nat and, and Travis, he has good relationships with both of them. Um, now, obviously there's always going to be that separation, right? He's the one who didn't eat Jackie and he, it always is going to be that way. There's always going to be a sense of judgment. Well, unless they have regard. leftovers. <laughs> you want some snackies? Um, <laughs> but Yeah, he goes out alone, which already is like, gosh, you're on crutches. You you know, you're still getting used to having one leg and you're Mm -hmm. in the middle of like snowy uh, northern Canada. Um, And then on top of that, when he goes into this kind of hidey hole of sorts, um, he does have to like go down a bit. And I'm like, how the how the freak is he going to get out of there? uh, A crutch in there. Yeah. How is he going to get out of there? That's Um, true. That's going to be tough for him. It just to me feels like, gosh, if you're Natalie. How do you return to the group feeling okay, right? Like how if my life was on the line like that and I had these women, like these girls like chasing me screaming, I'd be a little nervous. I mean, I think this could be the the separation. I feel like he does when he finds out what happened, if he finds out exactly what happened, I mean, Travis is going to lose his mind. Like I, I think yeah. he might end up him and Travis team up. And maybe go off in the hidey hole themselves. Um, 
You know, one thing I think is is interesting is that I do feel like this is a point in the show where in the finale where a reveal of of a of a character. I feel like the, you know, we joke about the others a lot, but I do, you know, Javi said she told me to go there. I've always thought that that was Taisa. Ty, they find Javi at one of the sites that Taisa sleepwalks to. So mm-hmm. I've always thought it was her. Um, her being responsible for the bones, I think, could make some sense. But I also, mm-hmm. you know, maybe feel comfortable like if I was, if we could bet on this, I, I would maybe bet that we might get introduced to somebody, whether or not it's good or bad for Ben, I don't know. But like Cave Lady her? next week, I think like is on the board. Yeah. I think like, yeah. I do think it's a possibility that it it isn't Ty and that there is a, a native of some sort. Um, and that is maybe possibly what helps Ben. It's very fascinating that we we go in from last episode thinking this is it for Ben, he's done to this episode. He Every seems episode to have I've said like this. This is it no, right, but he was the closest, right? Last episode. Yeah. And this episode, it's very much like Misty, I'm sharpening my crutches. Like, isn't that yeah. a good sign? You know, I'm I'm trying to live, but I mean, it's a whole different ball game when you come back and Javi is dead and they're eating him. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Um, So that's going to be pretty fascinating. I wouldn't surprise me to see. And, and think about it this way, too. If Ben up and leaves and takes Travis with him, um, Travis is one of their main sources of, of food when the weather is good, of course. Uh, Travis is the, one of the hunters. And what are they going to do about the gun? Who gets the gun, right? How does all of that work? So that is something I'm really interested in seeing if they do split off into factions, how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially now, like you said, uh, with the girls in the future, with the women in the future, in the present day. Natalie is a part of that group. So seemingly- I know. This is what I was saying about last week, that I was like- we get the final montage of Shauna like being on and beating up Lottie. And then in the present day, they're like hanging out and chill and they're not hanging and chill Netflix and chilling. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then this week it's like, we were going to, we all chased you down to try and kill you. And they're totally mm. fine to just be together a little bit of like, yeah, a, they don't remember or B it's like, we were in an awful situation. I can't blame anybody for what we all did while we were living through a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the answer to that question is now. Um, the other thing too, before we move on from like all the, the nineties girls as well, Lottie is, like has, has blood in her urine, which is yeah. always a bad, bad sign. Like usually maybe like internal bleeding of some sort, right? Shauna kicked her Shauna in the stomach her. a lot. Yeah. Um, that's a really bad sign. So, I mean, we've seen Shauna, I mean, Shauna recovered from worse, I would say, right? She lost a lot of blood and she survived thanks to what they think is praying to the wilderness. Um, it's possible that this Javi sacrifice plus the the sustenance that she will get from most likely ingesting the body uh, will keep her alive. But it's very fascinating that we know Lottie survives somehow. And I assume this is the moment Travis was referring to when he says Lottie was close to death. Um, mm. So 
I'm interested to see how exactly Lottie's going to live through this and what that looks like and how seemingly it seems like everyone, no one's exiling Shauna. Lottie is the one who asked for it and they're all seemingly okay with moving forward as, with, as a group. Like it seems like they're willing to forgive a lot. You know, Shauna's, Shauna's in the rituals just to pull in a card. It's mm -hmm. yeah. Wild to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, let's go forward a little bit in time. Let's talk about the sharing shack. Cause mm. this was very fun. I really, really enjoyed everyone spilling the secrets that they've been holding on to for a season. It felt like it was only a matter of time before this information came out. And I really enjoyed it, especially because there are a lot of jokes in this scene as well. Um, with, uh, especially with Misty being like, yeah. yeah, I took care of it. Like, obviously it was, it was logical. It was a logical yeah. way to kill her. I have to say nothing as much as I feel like I was completely wrong about Lottie. I'm not off the van train. Van is evil train. I feel like yeah. there she's, she's has some looks in 96 and I feel like the fact that she doesn't, and this could just be because like, what would she tell? Like, it would be weird for her to like reveal stuff that like, we don't, we, we haven't seen her do anything and she could just be innocent and not have anything. She's not been caught up in it. I also feel like her like silence to a degree in, in the group. Um, yeah, that I still, I'm still on. I feel like there could be one more shoe to drop with Van in the finale. Um, but I'm with you. This scene was very fun. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, speaking of the queen of hearts cards on the table um, this week, Jessica Roberts, the Jeff, I kind of thought maybe, they got to like Jeff was the blackmailer a little quick. They were like, I well, oh, the glitter obviously would have been your husband. I, like, I agree. I guess my one, like the reason I'm okay with it is because it's Misty. Who's like, wait a minute. Randy mentioned Jeff. That's a little weird. And the fact that Misty has been keeping tabs on everyone and is this like citizen detective of sorts. It, it wasn't like, it kind of made sense that they'd be able to put those pieces together. And like the fact that they know she's kept her journals and who has the easiest access I felt like there were enough dots to connect that it didn't bother me. I do agree. It was like a little quick, but yeah. Yeah, I really, yeah. I really enjoyed everyone kind of having, having it out. Right. They're all arguing. They're all like, I can't believe you. How, I, how can I trust you? Um, and I don't know if this re like kind of uh, supports your guess about Van and maybe possibly her ulterior motives, I found her reaction very interesting when in the very beginning, when Shauna is walking away and Nat and Misty are kind of whispering and pestering her about all of this. And Van approaches Ty and says, what's going on? What did you all do? Why is like Nat whispering? And she knows when Ty is lying to her, like she immediately yeah. knows. Um, and she goes so far as to like chuck Shauna's keys in the forest to keep yeah. her there. Yeah. Which is fascinating, right? Like, yeah. you know, she's doing a I, lot to keep everyone there. I'm still on the, like, what did they do in the missing night where we're not supposed to be here? That's that's my biggest, like, piece mm -hmm. of, like, I don't like that we haven't seen that yet. So I feel like they potentially did something pretty bad potentially that night or, you know, there's more to, to, to drop. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think we lose any of the adult yellow jackets next episode and that they drink the tea but if they did who's drinking the tea jess i think that if if it comes down to that i feel like van is gonna sacrifice herself i think yeah. that's the move if it comes down to it i can't i'll, I'll tell you right now I, who this is who i'm ruling she's out she's dying right she's dying so yeah shauna is is not we're not killing off many melanie linsky we're not killing off shauna shauna 
I feel like they are ramping up, not winding down from her as a character. So I don't think we're losing her. There's way too much about Lottie, in my opinion, to lose her as a character right now. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much more to explore with her. I feel kind of similarly about Taisa. Like, all the stuff going on with her mental health journey feels like they can't kill her off. We're not killing Misty without getting a resolution to the Misty and Walter of it all. Like, I, I don't I don't think we're, we're killing her off before she has a, a chance to reunite with Walter. Um, that leaves Natalie and Van. Um, I could see it being uh, Natalie simply because I think the kind of parallel universe of, like, Nat was going to be the one who the who was chosen and going to be the one who dies she has had this like revelation more recently right like she's kind of embraced and tried to is trying to work on all these things that happened to them in the wilderness you know she had that moment where she actually remembers what happened uh what she said to travis that made him want to get close to the darkness Mm -hmm. um i could see it being her especially juliette lewis i don't know how many seasons she's signed on for i don't know how long she's willing to do the show um i could see it being natalie Van to me feels like the easiest one to pick because she's already dying. So why why wouldn't she? And if the problem with Van being the option is her doing it willingly because she's not, she doesn't, it seems like at least now, not in the nineties, she bought into the Lottie stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, She is not uh, drinking the (laughs) Kool-Aid in in the present day. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she's going to be willing for that reason. But it feels like to me it's Van or Natalie. I think those are my two top two picks. Yeah, I would agree. I I do think there is something to the show. I mean, the Juliet Lewis thing, I think, you know, the season was like, you know, I, I'm not, you know, um, I don't want to die today. All the stuff with Lisa. I think that there is something there. And I think that that sort of like, you know, big character death from one of your big stars i think there's something yeah. like i think that actually is like uh i i, I don't want to lose juliette lewis off the show i don't want to lose no, that but not. i also think this is like you know it's your sean bean moment of like yeah you, you take a big character off the board that's a big swing it's a really like bold choice from a tv show and i feel like mm-hmm. it's talked about and whatever so i i'm mostly i think on on the camp that i don't think any of them that and in fact there's some way in which like they all however it is they all make it out of that thing like javi like, is there yeah. somebody else who gets sacrificed? Um, uh, Lisa, I mean, Lisa, Walter, uh, um, Randy. <laughs> I think it's, I, I Jeff, would choose, Jeff, I don't know. of all of those characters, I would choose Lisa simply because, first of all, proximity to where they are currently. She is literally on the Looks compound. Looks like Walter's coming, though. Looks like Walter's coming. Yeah. I mean, well, Purple Jacket, let's, let's, let, I mean, let's talk about Walter. Okay. What is this Purple Jacket? He Is that his jacket? Yeah, I am of it two minds like a- that it's either his jacket that he just owns, so he went to his closet to purposely pull something purple, because he definitely knows that they all wear purple, or yeah. this is like, I've been to the compound before, I have purple, I have a purple jacket that I'm, Yeah, I kind of feel like, I'm, I think it's more likely to be the former, it's like, I'm rich and wealthy, I'll go get the one purple jacket I own, because I obviously have a purple jacket, I'm going to the compound, I'm infiltrating, whatever. Because he also, so obviously, based on what we saw, it does not seem like Walter led them at all, To which we all kind so. of thought. We I all thought kind so of thought too. that Walter was the one who led the police to the body. He didn't. I actually um, kind of feel bad for the show that the writers weren't like, that would have actually been a really good call. <laughs> would have been <laughs> I great. feel bad. Um, but he, he finds out about it. He immediately emails the police saying, I may have information doesn't even tell them what case he's talking about. Doesn't even put a subject line in his email address. You know, whatever, Walter. Proper email etiquette is to use a subject line, but that's fine. 
Um, and then he grabs sure. the, the coat. He's doing this like massive puzzle. I've never seen a puzzle that big. Big puzzle. And and he's listening to Phantom of the Opera, which of course, like he has in common with Misty. Um, yep. Yeah, so it does seem like possibly he's going to the compound. I guess like it could be him, but my money's just on Lisa for the emotional impact on the show. Uh, we've grown to really enjoy Lisa, really like her and her connection to Natalie, right? That'll kill Natalie if Lisa dies, I think. Like that she'll be really devastated by that. Um, Lottie obviously also with connections to that character. So I think if we're sacrificing someone outside of the Yellow Jackets, Lisa would be my my pick. Not that I want it to happen, but it's who I think it would happen to. I, I'm most likely, I think, maybe go with Walter. I think uh, okay. just to de to deviate, and also so that Nicole Maines doesn't get killed off the show. Yeah, um, please don't. We love Nicole Maines. Please don't yeah. kill her. So I'm going to go with Walter. <laughs> it feels like he's running into his own mess. He's with Misty. We know how Misty deals with problems. Um, mm -hmm. Well, she does call her him her boyfriend now. She she does. But then um, again, we saw what she did to her best friend. So I obviously love Elijah Wood. He does. I think similarly the way we're feeling about um, sorry, who plays adult Van? Um, oh, Lauren Ambrose. Lauren Ambrose feels similarly like yeah. Did you come on for one season of the show? I I, I feel like that tracks for me. Mm -hmm. Walter's way more involved than than even Lisa is. I think so. Him winding up in some you know in the mayhem some way, especially in proximity mm -hmm. uh, to, to Lisa. The other person I put on the board was Jeff. Jeff has like a, a nightmare of him dying this episode. Gosh, that... I would be devastated. I really would. I, I would too. I just, I mean, first of all, for Callie's sake, I would be really devastated, but I also think he brings such levity and like, not to mention this really emotional scene he got that I felt like both actors in the scene did such a great job with where mm -hmm. Grace, I'm shocked to know that he does know of shocked to find out he knows about the baby. I was pretty on board that he knew about the baby. It feels like it was either in the journals or she tells him. Right. So, yeah, it was know. just, I guess, I don't know. Again, like it was, I'm happy that we know he knows. It was just one of those things where like, well, no one's ever said anything about it. So I don't know, but I really like this whole conversation about pretty much generational trauma is what they're talking about mm -hmm. uh, was so fascinating to me. And of course, the entire time he's having this conversation with Kevin Tan, I'm like, Jeff, don't say a word, get a lawyer, Jeff. Say you want a lawyer, Jeff. Don't he say anything. Say he wants a lawyer. Um, yeah. But I mean, you have to give it to Jeff. I mean, he read the journals. He knows yeah. what Shauna did out there. Obviously, knowing what she did and then literally seeing photos of, like, a dismembered body that someone used a cheese grater to get someone's tattoo off. Ooh. A little different. Whoa. Um, But he recognizes that. He does tell Callie, like, no, she's very screwed up, but that is her burden to to bear. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Jeff, that's, like, not exactly how it works <laughs> um like yeah. uh, you know Callie is now in this situation yeah. but I would be really upset if we lost Jeff off the board because I think well the Adam stuff I'm happy that if, if we're hopefully getting it wrapped up in this season um I would be happy to see that fall by the wayside I still really enjoy Jeff and Shauna's relationship and like it's still very fascinating to me how all of that shook out after everything that happened out in the wilderness and I don't know that I'm ready to lose him as a character, especially because if we lose Jeff, it feels like we have to lose Callie too. Like it feels weird to me if we lose Jeff and, and retain Callie, you know what I mean? But the wilderness just needs one sacrifice. So <laughs> Jeff, it is Jeff. It is. Yeah. Um, I do have one other thing too, that I, uh, that I was thinking about, um, with the, with the coach Ben of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out 
because we thought that this the drawing with the roots and everything was going to be the cliff that he was standing on which of course is where um crystal Kristen, uh died mm-hmm. and her body is missing right mm-hmm. um I-, I can't tell if this if where he ends up if that's near the cliff it doesn't seem it seems like it's near where van and ty found javi which didn't seem to be near the cliff side so it looks like it's kind of just under a tree is that is that what you read uh, from that as well yeah i read that it was like a weird like rooty tree it's got a lot of roots and it's mm-hmm. just it has a little entrance i gotta be honest i don't think i know where anything isn't in relation to anything else on the show i don't know where the cliff is we don't in have the, map. To the cabin uh, i'm not yeah i, yeah, ben I can't has visualize the it without a map so yeah ben has yeah. a little mini map he's working off of um I oh, what did you make was... of the the symbol being in the in the in the tr- in the tree, uh, in the in the brush above when he looks up? Yeah, you yeah, that's weird. That's a weird one. Yeah, this symbol also also something I'll probably get into more with Marissa on the deep dive later this week is when Ben is shuffling through Javi's photos, his drawings. Um, he doesn't, uh, you know. Uh, bothered me that he didn't spend more time looking at the other ones but that's fine uh but <laughs> we we do see glimpses of two photos as he's shuffling through both of which contain some of the symbology of that symbol right. um one of them is like a bird sitting on a branch and above the bird is kind of like either a sun or a moon or something like that but even like the way the branch is drawn and there's these other kind of lines around it very much looks like the symbol in another drawing mm. you you can mostly see like that circle which is like the top of that symbol um so really mm. interesting it seems like hobby had a connection to the to the symbol more so than we even rec- knew before and of course everyone's frustrated because well hobby's dead so like we don't we won't know yep. uh, what that was all about but very intriguing and uh i'm i'm i mean i was out on the coach ben stuff because i was kind of getting tired of the visions but now i'm like you know what ben you got the info you gotta stay we gotta know what's going on there you're in the little hole yeah (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. you're in a hidey hole yeah um but this this episode was was really enjoyable i i'm really loving the way we're ramping up at the end of of this season i think both the present timeline and the past timeline end in like these really intriguing ways where it does feel cliffhangery of like, well, the wilderness chose Javi. Well, what's going to happen when they bring his body back to camp? And then the present timeline of who's going to be drinking the the tea with the euthanizing agent in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm endlessly fascinated with this show. There's One so much episode. here. Yeah. One more. Um, I thought I thought I, I heard uh, there was a TV show. I can't remember what I was watching that I heard lately that um, uh, you have to clean after a warrant. Uh, it does not seem like they. Uh, I don't know if they're in New Jersey, right? They're um, in New Jersey. Yeah, so I guess in New Jersey you don't have to clean after you do a warrant. Their house seemed, although he was dreaming, I guess. So maybe. no, well, even after he was, the reason he finds Callie is he's like picking up around the living room after he wakes up because right. it's trashed. Right. So it Share doesn't seem like they, uh, yeah, she's drinking a beer and he's like, that's not going to help. And then he takes it and he drinks it. Edward Scissorhands, Melanie Linsky was pretty fun. I like that. that um, I it really, was horrific. it was gross, but it's very, yeah. I really loved Melanie Linsky's facial reaction. Uh, when I'm trying to think of exactly what he had said to her, what she said to him, but, uh, oh, she says like, 
uh, you know what, uh, relax or you'll end up like Adam did. I know, you know, I, these are all a part of me mm. and, uh, just her face is very like, you're going to die. No. <laughs> it's just Melanie Lynn's um, is a treasure. Here's one. Do you think that, uh, the pit that gets made, do you think that it's, um, not the like antler Queens crew? Like, do you think it's like, not the, like the, the yellow jackets because, it, I feel like, yeah, maybe onto something of like switching, but then like also like needing to, to be protected. And this idea that like Javi ends up, maybe this like a, maybe it's really smart. The fence breaking up. If I all set up all of these uh, pit traps so that like, what if this is like Mari who's like, uh, you know, if I make a bunch of pit traps. If I happen to pull the queen, I'll just lure them, you know, past the, past the pit trap. Mm -hmm. So that does not seem to work for whoever. But the the we do we do get confirmation that this is the necklace, the meaning of the necklace. It gets put on whoever draws the yeah. Queen of Hearts. You get bestowed the necklace. And so the other interesting thing is that Natalie is now in possession of it. So how does it get back? Natalie is now wearing it. We've seen it passed from Jackie to Shauna, back to Jackie, back to Shauna, now mm -hmm. to Natalie. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know there's been a lot of speculation about Mari stacks the deck, and that is what results in her being pit girl mm. i think at this point it feels clear i mean maybe that's correct that still could be correct but it also just feels clear that like it, it doesn't matter who it is it's this is their ritual that they follow and yeah. i think it's probably lottie's influence that whoever is pit girl is wearing laura lee's nightgown that feels very significant to me mm -hmm. um and also seen something online about speculation that the purple, the heliotrope that the cult yeah. wears yeah. Um, is because there is something that that Laura Lee wore that was a similar color purple. Oh, interesting. Um, which I really, I have to say, uh, as much as Laura Lee wasn't around, like Laura Lee died yeah. very Big early impact. in the series. Yeah. Very lasting impact on the series in ways that I really love because it does feel like her like baptizing Lottie and all of that has really had a lasting impact on Lottie. So I really appreciate that they're kind of allowing that influence to carry on. The one thing I would love if, um, you know, there's a, you know, researcher out there is interested, has every death resulted in something good? So did even Laura Lee's yeah. plane blowing up? Did it, was there anything immediately? So like immediately afterwards, I'd be really intrigued to know if like that tracks from the beginning of the show, every death. I want to um, say that was uh, uh, soon after the bear sacrificed itself. And I think people have made connections to the teddy bear and the actual bear. Right. There you go. So, so. I think uh, there's been, I, from what I, I've seen some stuff on Reddit in terms of like people mapping out Every when this person dies, this yeah. happens. Yeah. And like you, you so kind of can map it. Um, a lot of times when anybody, right, there's usually a sacrifice and then usually something is given to them. So there is a connection there. So I'm assuming um, they're hoping that, I mean, in addition to getting to eat Javi, also Lottie will be healed. I'm assuming that'd be interesting to see if like, yeah. Like, I kind of love the idea that, like, what if that's not what happens? He, you know, if like Lottie, I know she will not die, but like, it's something out, like, you know, it's like you never know what the world is going to give you. You know, if yeah. they end up with a new TV or a, a Blu ray player, you know, you don't <laughs> Ooh, know. Some entertainment, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, uh, I, I'm really loving where we're heading. And I, I yeah, think that good. this season has been really good. Like, mm -hmm. 
it exceeded my expectations. Uh, you get a little yeah, bit. I think tough. a lot the of sophomore slump is tough. It's a real, real thing. thing. Yeah. Um. Obviously, due to the writer's strike, we're going to be having a delay into into season three. That's okay with me That's as okay. long as get you know, paid. Get paid. Get paid and do it right. Or my two things, right? Like if if it needs to take time because the writer you want the right writers in the room to do it, pay them what they need to be paid, and yeah. let's get a really great season three, and then hopefully. Fingers crossed, renewed for two more seasons like the showrunners are hoping for um, so they can tell their full story. Because this does yeah. to me, I don't know if it feels like to you, Grace, like this does feel like a chapter two of a show. Like it doesn't, yeah. it feels like we do have a couple more seasons in us well, to, to, you know. I think season one was like, you know, them dealing with this this thing. And there was a lot of Jackie Shauna stuff in season two, I feel like has been a lot of um, Lottie um Lottie mm -hmm. is the, the color. I think that, yeah, it's, I feel like it's, yeah, been well, you know, uh, parsed out. It's been mm -hmm. good so far. Um, so of course this isn't our only podcast of the week. Uh, if you want to subscribe to all of them, you can get them at potionrecaps.com slash yellow jackets. Uh, later this week, I'm going to be talking to Marissa and a special guest, uh, doing a deep dive into this episode. I'm sure we're going to have tons to talk about. If you have any theories, speculation, show feedback, potionrecaps.com slash buzz, buzz, buzz is where you can send that in everyone. I just, I like credit to anyone who sent in anything this season. We've gotten so much feedback more than we can even go through in the podcast podcast and it's all been so just like well researched and so thorough so shout out to you if you've sent in any feedback we do read all of it even if we don't include all of it on the on the podcast um and then of course josh and lt will be back later this week to pit yellow jackets up against succession i mean succession is amazing television obviously one of my favorite shows of all time i think it's going to be tough against yellow jackets this week i really love this episode yeah, yeah we'll have a tough see. time we shall see um, and then, of course, if you'd like to become a patron, you can get all these podcasts ad free patreon.com slash post recaps for all the Yellow Jackets podcasts ad free. Um, Grace, where can people find you? What do you have going on? Uh, I'm on Twitter at hi from Grace. Uh, I'm also chatting succession. I'm doing a dark rewatch podcast with Ariel and doing a movie uh, with sorry with with Ariel and Rich and then movies with Ariel. So very fun. Good stuff. Busy, busy. Busy, 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 busy. <laughs> uh, you could find me at Vija Sterling. Like I said before, I'm mostly talking succession and yellow jackets. Those are my two favorite things right now. Um, but I'm also talking 90s content over on shit. 90 shows taught me we're in season six of Dawson's Creek. It's getting weird. Oliver Hudson is there. I don't know why I find him so oh. attractive, but I do. But also his character kind of sucks. So there's that. Um <laughs> Uh, we're also covering some uh, music-inspired movies this month. Uh, Spice World will be coming out soon, Whoa. which was very intriguing, being that I don't know a ton about the Spice Girls. I know some of their like songs, like their main hits, but uh, I think I was like a, a hair on the young side to truly appreciate them in their prime. Um, and uh, we're going to be also be covering Selena very soon, which oh. should be really fun. I've never seen that movie, so I'm really interested to watch it. Uh, and yeah, you could find us at Shit90sPod. You could find me at the Jess Sterling. And uh, you could find everything else, PosterRecaps.com slash subscribe if you want to check out all the amazing content we have going on here on Posher Recaps. We will talk to you all next week for the, oh my God, this is season finale. <gasps> but we'll be back next week. And until then, a leggy boom, boom, down.